Jesus said, if you want to really bear fruit and want your life to count for God, you've got to prioritize and calendarize and strategize and resolve. Put God first. Welcome to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire, author and founding senior pastor of the exciting Turning Point Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Pastor Jeff is known for his heartfelt and practical proclamation of the scriptures. We are so glad you joined us today. So stay tuned as Pastor Jeff teaches, encourages, and challenges you from the Word of God. It's amazing how things seem to come together when you put first things first. Hi, and welcome to Life Talk. I'm Jeff Wickwire, and thanks for joining us. Today we're continuing the new series, First. You know, Jesus had a lot to say about the things that we should put first. And the greatest example is found in his famous Sermon on the Mount when he said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Jesus understood the importance of right priorities. And in this well-known passage, he gave to every Christian the number one priority of life, seeking first his kingdom. Today, we're continuing our talk on the importance of having our priorities in order and how that will reach out and affect every other part of your life. So let's go right to part two of the message, Putting God First. And that word worry is very interesting because it means to be distracted. See, worry distracts you. You ought to be looking over here, but you're looking over here. You're looking over here instead of looking over here. Here's the kingdom. Here's what you're worried about. And the devil uses worry to pull your focus from here to here. Worry means to be distracted, pulled away, pulled away from what you ought to be focusing on and tending to. Worry. Worry is a thief. Worry is a robber. Worry is a lie. Jesus said, you can't make yourself one inch higher by worrying about it. Worry doesn't solve a thing. Worry actually is backward faith. You're believing something bad's going to happen. When you're worried about something, you're focused on it, you're going, oh, I'm really worried that I'm going to lose that job or I'm going to get a bad doctor's report or I'm going to this or that. And that worry is backward faith. You are expecting something bad. But see, faith says, I believe that God's going to move. I believe that God's going to answer me. I believe God is in charge. I believe God's got this. I believe He is with me, above me, below me, around me. He is surrounding me. He is within me. God is my God. And so Jesus said, don't be distracted because I want your focus on the kingdom. So don't allow other things to pull you away. I want you focused on the kingdom. Don't worry about your food. Don't worry about your clothing. Don't worry about your shelter, he said. And then he said, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't borrow tomorrow's troubles and bring them into today. Let me give you a thought. Today is the tomorrow you were worried about yesterday. You ever think about that? Today, here we are, we're in church, it's Sunday. Yesterday, you were worried about today. Now, let me ask you, is it as bad as you thought it was going to be? You've already been in here worshiping God. He's already touched you. You're already blessed. And he's not done blessing in this service. 
We are going to see miracles in this service. Now, look how God intervenes in a day. So yesterday, you were worried about today, and today is the tomorrow you were worried about yesterday. My point is it didn't do you any good. So Jesus said, if you're going to seek first the kingdom, if you're going to prioritize the kingdom, he said, don't worry about things. I was raised in worry. My family was a family of worriers. I've got in-laws, seriously. If you don't want to worry about it, I'll call them. They'll worry for you. They don't have to know you. They'll worry for you. Now, Jesus said, let me give you a key. I'm going to give you a number one key in how to walk in victory and how to have a fulfilling life and where Christianity will work for you. He said, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first. Now, there he gave us a priority. Don't worry where you're distracted from it, but seek first. Prioritize. You remember Martha and Mary, two sisters. Martha was serving, clanging pans and dropping things in the kitchen, and she was all upset when Jesus was visiting their house, and Mary was at his feet listening to the word. And Martha got mad at Mary for doing the right thing and said, Lord, would you tell her to get in here and help me? And Jesus said, Martha, Martha. When he says your name twice, you're in trouble. He said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about so many things, but Mary has chosen the good part, and it will not be taken away from her. What was Mary successfully doing? She wasn't worried about this stuff over here, so she was focusing on the kingdom over here. Jesus said, rather than wasting time and energy worrying about provision and worrying about the future, Spend your time focusing on a relationship with God. Put God first. Can we say that together? Put God first. Now that means you've got to calendar God in. I'm not just talking about a philosophical idea, walk out here and say, oh, I know I'm supposed to put God first. No, I mean, you must intentionally order your time and put God first. I've had people say to me, you know, Jeff, I tried Christianity. And it didn't work for me. And here's my answer to them. Christianity is never tried and found wanting as long as it is tried right. And the only way that Christianity works is if God is put first. See, you can be saved as the day is long, but you're not bearing much fruit. You're not walking in joy. You don't have any peace. You're careful and troubled like Martha about many different things. You're chewing your nails. you got a knot in your stomach. You don't sleep good at night, but you're saved. you got satin sheets. You can't sleep in them. Because, see, the kingdom's not first. A car was designed for a key. You can have a big, beautiful, impressive, high-horsepower car, but it's useless. It will get you nowhere. It will not work for you unless you insert a key or push a fob. And then it fires up. But without that, it's only a chunk of metal. Christianity does not function. It's made to function when we are putting God first. First. He's to be in first place. So in a nutshell, Jesus' advice on how to do this is in this simple phrase, and I wish I'd coined this. I didn't. Stephen Covey did. But here it is anyway. The main thing. I want you to say this with me. The main thing is to keep the main thing. 
the main thing. Now we're going to try that again. About half of you are with me. Let's try it again. You see it up there? Let's say it. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. I don't need complicated philosophy. That's it. If you want Christianity to work, if you want to bear fruit, if you want to have victory, if you want to walk in the peace of God, then the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. That's it. And every day you can test yourself and say, well, today was the main thing in my life, the kingdom of God. Is that what I put first? Was that the main thing? When spiritual things like the kingdom of God, the Lord Jesus, the will and the work of God, the word of God, prayer, when these are put first, 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 prioritized, this is the good ground in which spiritual fruit grows, victory is assured, and God's purpose for us is fulfilled. See, whatever you are prioritizing is the main thing you're reaping from. So what are you reaping from? If God is first, you're reaping the maximum benefits from the kingdom of God. Now, I want you to notice Jesus didn't say the kingdom of God was to be the only thing. He only said it was to be the first thing. First is a priority word. I'm not telling you to get on welfare and go sit at home and read the Bible all day long. I'm saying put him first. Prioritize him. Put him first. When I get up in the morning, I put God first. I'm not patting myself on the back. I just learned the hard way a long time ago that I don't care who you are, how gifted you are, what you look like. It does not matter anything about your natural abilities. Man cannot live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So I learned a long time ago, I have to get into the Word. So I get up, I grab my coffee that God made on the eighth day and said that it is good. And I head straight for my Bible. My dogs know that I'm coming. I do it every day so that they're waiting for me, looking at me. It's prayer time. It's Bible time. We get it. We like this time because we get to sleep while you pray. They know where I'm coming. My dogs are creatures of habit. I've noticed that when I open the back door... They run out in a certain direction. They always go in the same direction. And they've done it so many times, there's a trail. You know why they go in that certain direction? There's something in their heart. They have prioritized whatever is there when they get to the other end. So they left a trail. And it occurred to me one day, what trail have I left? What trail are you leaving? If we were to look at your life, we could see what God sees. What trail? Where is the grass trodden? To the refrigerator? <laughs> to the TV? You know that box that sits in the middle of the living room like an idol with all the furniture turned towards it? Where's the trails in your life? I mean the deeply trodden trails. We look back on your life. What would be the legacy? Because the trails will tell us. What's the legacy? Did you beat a fast track to the prayer closet? We're going to see a deeply embedded trail on the way to the prayer closet, on the way to the Word. Are we going to see a trail there? Is there going to be trampled grass, figuratively speaking, on the way to the prayer closet? How about going to church? Is there a trail? Well, you're here. I'm preaching to the choir. But some people, you can't find a trail that they went to church. They go to church every once in a while. It's not prioritized. But see, 
God said, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. That's what he said. But see, I want the trail. I want people to look at the end of my life and say, he sought God. Look at the trail. Amen? Are y'all with me? You know, because we all leave a trail. God has never intended to be on the back burner of our life. He's not a back burner, God. He's never intended to be an afterthought. Oh, oop, oop, Jesus. Oh, that's right. I almost forgot. He's not supposed to be a flat tire, God. I only call on him when I've got a flat, when I'm in trouble. Flat tire, God. Oh, I'm in a jam, God. Remember me? Last time I was in a jam, I called on you. Don't look at me so serious. But that's the way a lot of people live. They know God only in times of trouble. He wants our desire to be for Him. He wants us to want Him. He wants us to prioritize, calendar, put Him in first place. Remember those old movies where there was a stagecoach and they had these wooden wagon wheels? You remember that? These wooden wagon wheels. And so you had this wooden wagon wheel. You had, of course, the circle, and then you had these wooden spokes that went out from a wooden hub. Now, I want you to imagine with me that that hub is the center of your life. That hub is whatever is first place in your life. And I want you to notice that whatever the hub is, it touches all the spokes coming out of it. Now, let's say those spokes are the issues of life, finances, relationships, marriage, children, temptation, victory. That's the issues of life, what the Proverbs calls the issues of life, the hub. Now, if I set that hub on fire, then that hub being on fire is going to touch all the spokes and it's going to cause all the spokes to collapse and the wheel will collapse and the stagecoach will collapse if it's on fire in a negative way. Now, let's just say you're living for you. You're the hub. You are the center of your life. What you want to do, where you want to go, what you want to achieve, what you want, you want, you want. Your Godhead is me, myself, and I. That reaches out. That touches the money, the marriage. That touches uh, temptation, children, relationships, everything. If the hub is on fire with the love and purpose of God, then, folks, it invariably touches all the issues of life. It touches everything. It touches everything. So either you are the hub or you have put him first and he's the hub. And Jesus said, he that hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man that built his house on a rock and the rain fell and the winds blew and the floods came and beat on that house and it did not fall. Why? Because the hub, the hub was centered in God. But he that hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, I liken him to a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rains fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell. And Jesus said, great was the fall of it. It crashed. Why? Because the hub, the hub touched every spoke and compromised every spoke. We see it all the time. 
We see rich people, famous people who have all that the world can offer. I mean, what do they not have? Millions of dollars and looks and fame and charisma, success, and yet we watch their lives collapse. Why? We read about it all the time. Hollywood stars, although the only star I believe in is Jesus Christ. But let me just say, the Hollywood stars, we read about them all the time. They've got this, they've got that. They've got the world by the tail, everybody says. But then suddenly their whole life collapses. Why? Because the hub was not centered on Christ. He's the glue that holds you together. When the kingdom of God is number one and Jesus is on the throne of your heart and the Holy Spirit has hold of the steering wheel of your life and the Word of God is your number one numero uno instruction manual and you are bowed to His will in all things, then all the other areas of life and its issues will be transformed and blessed because the hub is centered on Him first. Is that the way you're living? Is that the way you're living? I don't know, but let me tell you how you can find out. You're going to know before you walk out here today what's at the hub of your life. Because Jesus said, whatever you put first is your treasure. He said, wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. I could flip it. Wherever your heart is, there's where we're going to find your treasure. Now, let me tell you a fact of life. Whatever your treasure is, you're chasing it. You're chasing it. Oh, really? Yes, because when you wake up in the morning, there is something that's already in your heart. See, everybody in here already has a treasure. I'm not telling you this where you go out and discover a treasure. Everybody that's walked in these doors already has a treasure. Something is already number one in your life. You've already crowned something number one. We all do. That's the nature of the beast. We all do. He didn't say wherever your treasure might be. He said wherever it is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Here's how you know what your treasure is. What are your feet chasing after? What are you after? What are you chasing? Because your treasure will get your time, your energy, your effort, and you'll sacrifice for it. Whatever your treasure is, you will sacrifice for it. If your treasure is money, that's what you're chasing. If your treasure is a person, that's what you're chasing. If your treasure is God, folks, that's what you're chasing. Because everybody in here is in hot pursuit of something. Are you with me? Well, I came to church today to get blessed, not preach that. Well, let me tell you something. We need to hear this because, see, I've done it. I've had things displace God in my heart. I'm not up here like nobody that experiences these things. I have. And I have to work at it every day to put him first. It must be intentional. I can't wait for the emotion to come and where I feel like doing it all the time. I must decide. I must resolve. It is intentional. Jesus put seek in front of first. He said seek first. The word seek means I put effort. It means I put real Effort, like an athlete who wants to win at the Olympics. He trains his whole life. Everything revolves around winning a medal at the Olympics. He changes what he eats. He changes how much he sleeps. He works out. He trains his body. He says no to a million different things so that one day he can win that medal at the Olympics. His whole life comes into play and is subservient to that goal. And it's the same with the kingdom of God. We must seek it. Seek it. 
kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. It's intentional effort. I don't think there's a person in 10,000 in all the churches. I hope I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I'm making a point. But if you called them up and asked them to go to a Cowboys game today with box seats. See, I got a big reaction right there. And I'll come pick you up. I got a limo. And we're going to be taken right past all those poor people waiting in those lines. And I got box seats. You may even get to meet Dak. Is that his name? Now, how many Christians would say, you know, golly, I would love to, but, you know, I've already set aside that time for prayer to seek God. Oh, that would separate the men from the boys. Because it's the very nature of man to satisfy our own pleasures first. So the bottom line, Jesus said, if you want to really bear fruit and want your life to count for God, you've got to prioritize and calendarize and strategize and resolve. Put God first. We're going to read a verse together just to close out. This is a great verse for what I'm talking about. Let's read it together. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Now stop a minute. You catch that? Seek first those things that are above. Now look at verse 2. Set your mind. You know what that means? Make your mind up. So let's read it. Set your mind on things above not on things on the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. You know, people often ask me during a time of trouble or trial in their life, What do I do? And part of my advice is always to ask whether their priority of seeking first the kingdom of God is in place. If it's not, I tell them to deal with that first, knowing that keeping the main thing the main thing is the first step to a healed life. Now stay tuned to our announcer for important information on how you can obtain this powerful new series on first things for your Christian library. This is the kind of topic that never grows old and that you'll want to return to for inspiration in the future. Join me again next time as we continue the life-changing series titled First, where I'll be answering the question, what is the kingdom of God? Until then, may God bless you richly is my prayer. Now you can bring Pastor Jeff Wickwire and Life Talk right into your home, your car, or wherever you may be to lead you on the exciting journey of building up your Christian walk in faith, hope, and love. For a gift of any size to Life Talk, Pastor Jeff will send you a CD collection of some of his most anointed and inspiring teaching series. These CDs will strengthen your faith and build your understanding of what Christ Jesus did for you at the cross. You will begin to understand just how much our Heavenly Father loves you and the whole world. 
So call now, toll free, 877-884-3111. Or just log on anytime, day or night to lifetalk.tv. Listen to Pastor Jeff's hope-filled CDs again and again. Or give them to family members or friends as a gift. Don't wait. Call 877-884-3111 right now or log on anytime to lifetalk.tv and give your best gift today. Putting God First is the first message of Pastor Jeff's new series, First, Keeping the Main Thing the Main Thing. You can own a copy of this six CD set for just $30 plus shipping. Log on to lifetalkradio.us or call us toll free at 877-884-3111. Get your copy of today's message for just $5 or purchase the entire series. First, keeping the main thing, the main thing for only $30 plus shipping by logging on to lifetalkradio.us or calling us toll free at 877-884-3111 for more information. You've been listening to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire. To find out more about Dr. Wickwire's ministry and Turning Point Church, visit us at lifetalkradio.us or call us toll-free at 877-884-3111. That's 877-884-3111. And as a reminder, Life Talk is a listener-supported ministry. We exist to bring God's Word to thousands of people in your area on this great station. So your prayers and financial support go a long way in helping us with this endeavor. Please prayerfully consider helping us. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to meeting with you once again on our next Life Talk broadcast. Music.